Today's devotion is from Acts chapter 1, verses 15 through 26. In those days, Peter stood up among the believers. Together, the crowd numbered about 120 persons. And he said, Friends, the scripture had to be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit, through David, foretold concerning Judas, who became a guide for those who arrested Jesus. For he was numbered among us, and was allotted his share in this ministry. Now this man acquired a field with the reward of his wickedness. And falling headlong, he burst open in the middle, and all his bowels gushed out. This became known to all the residents of Jerusalem, so that the field was called, in their language, Halkedama, that is, the field of blood. For it is written in the book of the Psalms, Let his homestead become desolate, and let there be no one to live in it. And let another take his position of overseer. So one of the men who have accompanied us during all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John until the day when he was taken up from us, one of these must become a witness with us to his resurrection. So they proposed two. Joseph called Barsabbas, who was also known as Justice, and Matthias. Then they prayed, and they said, Lord, you know everyone's heart. Show us which one of these two you have chosen to take the place in this ministry and apostleship from which Judas turned aside to go to his own place. And they cast lots for them, and the lot fell on Matthias, and he was added to the eleven apostles. This group of apostles is missing one, the office that Judas had held. So as they gather back in Jerusalem with the group of about 120 believers, these disciples, Peter addresses them all. He says, the scriptures had to be fulfilled which the Holy Spirit foretold through David concerning Judas. There are two reasons to replace Judas, his office, with a new apostle to hold that office. The first reason is that he was one of us, one of the twelve. And now with his judgment, there are eleven, and we should return to twelve apostles. He shared in the ministry of apostleship is the second reason. Now this service should be continued by someone else. Luke then explains what happened to Judas. The money he received was used to purchase a field, a plot of land called the field of blood. Judas's death described in, uh, is similar to the death of Herod Agrippa, in Acts 12, uh, verse 23. Let's jump ahead to that for a minute here. It's the exact same word that is used to describe uh, Herod's death. And immediately, because he had not given glory to the Lord, an angel of the Lord struck him down, and he was eaten by worms and died. So it's translated a little differently, but the same uh, intent or the same word is used to describe his kind of death, a death that insinuates uh, a sense of judgment. While we don't know what caused Judas's death, 
Matthias, uh, sorry, sorry, Matthew tells us that he hung himself. What is clear is the divine judgment that rests upon him for his betrayal. He is an example of unfaithfulness. He is an example of a betrayer. This seems to serve as a warning to those that Peter is addressing. Peter then references the Psalms. It stands written, he says, and then he quotes Psalm 69, verse 25. They call upon God in the face of their enemies. They cry out to be delivered and for God's judgment so that the enemy's camp is left desolate and no one is able to live in their tents. Peter applies this reference to Judas, that he has experienced such a judgment. Peter changes the plural noun to the singular in his interpretation of this psalm. Instead of let their habitation, he says, let his habitation become desolate. Otherwise, it's word for word exactly as the psalm is written. The second reference is from Psalm 109, verse 8. Here the psalmist prays that his enemies' days are few and that another may seize or take his possessions or his office. The field in which Judas dies becomes a place of death and judgment instead of a household or a habitation of life. Normally when you buy a plot of land to build a house, you expect a family, a household to live there. But that's not how Judas's purchase uh, develops. His becomes a field of blood, of death, and of judgment. Hence, the office of apostolic ministry, which Judas held, is now open and should be filled. Since it is incumbent upon them to replace Judas, there are expected qualifications. The candidate must be qualified as one who has accompanied them since the very beginning, when John the Baptist was baptized, until the day that Jesus was taken up from us. This person must also be a witness to the resurrection. Two men are put forward, Joseph of Barsabbas, Justice. Uh, Barsabbas literally translated means son of the Sabbath. And Matthias translated to be gift of God. The decision is left to prayer and to God. And so they pray and then they cast lots. Now, wait a minute, you're saying, you just said that the decision was left to prayer and to God, but they cast lots. Well, the casting of lots, they believed, would make um, clear the Lord's choice. In this situation, the casting of lots is an act where God makes the decision and lays the foundation. It is the act that shows them whom God has chosen. And so through the casting of lots, Matthias is enrolled, but he is enrolled at God's direction. When Acts was written, there were believers who were being persecuted. And so the temptation to be unfaithful to the Lord is part of what is pointed to here. If Luke were alive today, looking at the church, this contemporary church that we are a part of, what would Luke warn us about? I pray that God will bless your reflection upon this devotion and that God will bless your day.